Are you ready? Yeah. Are you with it? Yeah. Okay, let's go. You know what to do. The whole world's watching and counting on you. And all you people listening out there, everybody, everywhere. Hang on, hang on, hang on! Welcome to Checkered Past, a loving postmodern examination of the Go-Go Check branded comic magazines published by DC Comics between February 1966 and August 1967. I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic noveldom. This week, our Fighting Forces number 104, cover date November-December 1966, cover price 12 cents, cover artist Joe Cooper, edited by Robert Kaniger. Featuring Night Raid in Vietnam, written by Robert Kaniger, art by Irv Novick and Joe Cooper. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away we go-go! After escaping from a Viet Cong ambush, Captain Hunter and Lou Lin help rescue pilot Jimmy Denver, who was forced to eject when his plane was shot down. Recon of a nearby Viet Cong camp reveals that Hunter's brother Nick is being held inside. Confused? Don't worry, I'll be right back with Dr. Husband to explain everything. If it takes been all day. What do you mean, where have I been all day? Where have you been all day? I've been at work. Me too, only I've been here. <laughs> Except for a brief time when I went elsewhere. Well, I had a really good day today. Did you? Mm-hmm. You don't say that very often. No, I just uh, got up, did my things, stretched this morning, walked the oh, dogs. Oh, your things. Wink, wink. No, I'm just, you know, I just, I had prioritized my day and I was able to stick to it and I won't get everything done I wanted to get done today, but almost all of it. Do you have a Kanban board? Uh, close. I'm, I'm, I got a new journaling method that is really helping me plan things out. Okay. So it's good. Good. My day went great, too. I didn't Tell get Tell me dressed. all about it. Well, I was in my pajamas doing work all day until the moment I had to get ready to leave to go do my other work. Mm-hmm. Then I went to the grocery, and now here I am. My goodness. What an exciting life you lead. Well, I, what a whirlwind weekend. I needed a breather. No kidding. Oh, my Good gosh. Fri- oh, my gosh. So, listener, let me tell you what. 
Now, during the academic year, the two of us stay very, very, very busy. Yes, I have three jobs. It's true. Uh, and so, um, uh, so, so like Friday night, Friday afternoon, I took off from work uh, just, just a couple hours early. Mm-hmm. And we met at a brewery. Right, we had a beer. Friday a Veterans Day was Friday. observed, yes, and so right. I was off of my day job, but I had to go to my second job briefly. True, and then you got a haircut, and then I got a haircut. Right, so then we met uh, and went to a brewery and yes. had pizza and beers, and then you went to rehearsal. Well, yes, I am a singer of great renown, and a local community chorus had a member get sick and couldn't do the concert so i stepped in at the last minute with all my musicality skills and <laughs> went true. to the dress rehearsal on friday night and then the concert on and saturday the concert on saturday night so uh, of course just i was ex- i mean last week was truly it was a hard week hard week so i laid down for a brief nap at 5 yes. 30 and uh-huh. slept until 8 lucky then i woke up and i was full of energy and uh-huh. you weren't home yet from so i put on loud music and danced around with the pets and just had the best time making dinner for you thanks yeah then saturday we went to the football game oh no but first i got up early oh, in the morning yes. and went to an open house yes. at, at you know which is like a you know like a, a welcome you know prospective students and i did preparatory work for my third job well, you did, you did, and then we came home, and I went for a quick run. I think uh-huh. I did. Then we went uh, f- to the football game, yes. and then we had to leave at halftime after the marching band because we had to get food ready for we had to our get friends. my hot dish ready to yeah. go to friendsgiving dinner, which was delightful. But we couldn't stay no. long enough because we had to go to the concert on Saturday night, right? So uh, that was five different events for me on Saturday. Sure. Uh, and, then and then Sunday. Sunday. I went down to church early as per my usual, but what a triumph. Mm. Tell me about it. Well, it's stewardship season, mm-hmm. and this was the final stewardship Sunday. And, of course, they have a theme song every year, and the theme song this year was You Raise Me Up. And who do you think performed the solo in church? Josh Groban? No, close. Mm-hmm. Me. <laughs> Uh, I'm just exactly like Josh Groban, except I wash my hair. Oh, okay. And uh, I prefer that. Then I met you for lunch in yes, D.C. So I slept, I slept. No, I did not sleep in. You I, didn't? I woke up when you, as you were leaving. And well, that's I, on you. I just got busy doing housework. And I cleaned and bathed the dogs. Uh-huh. And took care of them, and then I met you. I just did laundry. Yeah, met you for lunch. We had a lunch with a dear friend, a longtime yes. friend, um, in Silver Spring. Then you took off and headed home. Right, and I went to a concert, but I was so tired from the week before and just the five events on Saturday that I could not stay awake in the concert. I was so comfortable. It was the perfect temperature, the perfect lighting, the perfect music for not staying awake. And so I left at intermission. I said uh, goodbye to a couple friends of mine there. And I said, you know what? I just can't stay awake. I'm going to listen to this artist in my car on the way home. And I drove home and joined you last night. Yeah. Came home and uh, exercised. I, I'm, a listener is going to give me shit about this. Exercise on the stationary bike. Uh-huh. And uh, what do we do? I made dinner last night, I think. I made dinner last night, right? I don't. 
Uh, I think I, I did, didn't I? You, yes. Yes. Oh, it was last it wasn't, night it wasn't, because you were supposed to make dinner before you left off. Yes, I totally forgot about that. So we're having that for dinner tonight. But anyway, so I made dinner last night. I think if I was at a concert that was putting me to sleep, the last thing I would do was put that artist on to play mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. car. No, 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 no. He was an excellent artist. Um, Martin Taylor is his name. Um, excellent guitarist. Uh, but it was just like, I mean, I was just, last week was, I'm not going to go into details, but last week was the culmination of five months worth of work all yes. coming to, in a series of events. And so um, I was completely wiped out. So anyway, uh, came home last night, uh, dinner, lovely. Today, just boom. I mean, I, really last night coming home and just, just the series of naps and whatnot really reset uh, nicely. And I am delighted to be sitting here with you on a Monday night, making our podcast. The saddest tale is yet to be told. What? Before I met you for lunch, I drove through our neighborhood where we Oh my God, I didn't, our, can't believe you could talk about this. Our very first, first house home that we bought. In Berwyn Heights in College Park. Berwyn Heights, Maryland, 918 square 975, feet. 975, Oh, well. 975 square feet. It might even be 19, uh, 925. It's, it's, it, wasn't, it wasn't anywhere near 1,000. I'm sure it was 918. Anyway. It was a three-bedroom, one-bath house. Yes. With a galley kitchen. It was just fine for us, except for the one-bathroom part. But we managed to make that work, and we had such a lovely time. We fixed it up to our heart's content. Oh, yeah. We, we had... put central air in it and replaced all the windows and put in a fireplace insert with a propane tank. We redid the fixed, kitchen. We did, gutted the kitchen and redid it. It was just delightful. We did landscaping. We even had a water feature in the we backyard. We had a water feature and we, we did that French draining system in the back so the yes. backyard never flooded anymore and landscape lights. We'd walk up the hill to the elementary school and let our little black Dog Saffy run, run around and run and run. Yeah, field there. Uh, they had a fire station where sure. they had a pancake breakfast. It yes, was just perfect. It was. I mean, and you could take your um, car over to the Greenbelt Park, which was like this wonderful little wonderful getaway, quiet getaway in the middle of Greenbelt. It was just it's a, a national was, park right there in yeah, the it, city. It was truly a really lovely place to live, and we only moved because it got jobs in Florida. Well, here's the bad news. Oh, it's so sad. Something happened. The garage roof is all caved in. I don't know if it burned down or what happened. I think the tree must have fallen on it. The tree that... Oh, now that could be. Right? The tree that was beside the garage? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Well, and there's a couple of windows boarded up in the house itself. Oh, it's awful. Well, it just looked trashy. It looks awful. And you know what? The lady next door came out while I was driving around the neighborhood, and I didn't want to seem like a creep. And also, I couldn't remember her name. I can't believe that you didn't just stop and get out and talk to her. She could have told you everything. Well, she could have thought I was a molester or something. She would have known you right away. We had drinks with her. I've aged so much Uh, since that time. How does she look? She looked exactly the same. Oh, she spent a lot of money on her body. Yes, she has. She has. Well, she's a realtor. She's got it to spend. Well, and she was always tanning and whatnot. And do you remember when she put that tiny little closet? She had a house just like ours. Just the same floor plan. she put that tiny little, the little bathroom in that uh-huh. closet. Yep. Yes, little uh-huh. powder room. <laughs> a little powder room. Well, Well, anyway. she was delightful. I cannot believe you. I cannot believe that you didn't stop well, and say hello to her. Well, guess what? I'm just going to look her up online and I'll talk to her tomorrow. Okay. You know who else looks like a creep? Uh, this Captain Hunter. Captain Hunter. Oh, here we go, folks. Our fight. <laughs> what? What's happening? 
Now we've finally gotten out of our lives and into the comic, and I'm ready sure. for it. Are we just going to read the, the one comic? The one yeah, story? yeah, yeah. Oh, well, we could, ready to go. Our Fighting Forces number 104 featuring Captain Hunter. If for the new listener among us, to catch you up, Captain Phil Hunter is a captain in the Green Berets mm-hmm. in Vietnam. Yep. He's got a twin brother, Nick. Mm-hmm. And Nick has been captured by Nick the was Viet in the Air Force. Kong. Yes. His plane went down and he's been captured by the Viet Cong. And uh, as all twins do, they have a psychic bond. And a so super psychic bond. Phil knew that Nick was captured, but also mm-hmm. knows that Nick is still alive. And so right. he joined the Green Berets specifically to leave his comrades and go off solo into the jungle and rescue his brother. You're giving me a quizzical look. He joined the Green Berets to go after his brother? I thought he just was in the Green Berets and he left. No, I think he had to specially join <laughs> the Green Berets just for this purpose. Because I don't think he was in Vietnam. It's a lot Vietnam. of time to pass. Listen, I do know he left when his you're troop. A He's on his own. Twin, yeah, he did leave his core. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So he has a... Um, <clears throat> Now, I want to say, if you're listening to this for the first time, you're going to hear a lot of uh, misogynistic, misogynistic, racist racist talk. talk, And we do not condone it at all. And as a matter of fact, I roll my eyes a lot when we read it. You're going to tear your retina if you're not careful. I know, right? He has a... uh, a Vietnamese woman named Liu Lin. Liu Liu Lin. Right? Liu Lin? L-I-U-L-I-N. Not L-I-U, just Liu. Oh, Liu Lin. He calls her... All sorts of it, it. Obviously, she has emerald eyes or jade yes. eyes, and he calls her the Cupid doll and Oriental all this bullshit. Cupid doll, Oriental Cupid doll. It's just awful. Anyway, so he's a character. She's a character, and every story is him getting closer to his brother, and that is where we are right now. Um, I am pleased to report that Lu Lin now is wearing a knee-length skirt. And pants underneath. She has previously been shown in a mini dress and, and flats. pumps. Or pump. No, flats. Flat pumps. Flat pumps. They're the same thing. <laughs> Flat. What? No, they're like mini mouse shoes. What do you call those? Pumps. Pumps. Okay, you're right. Yeah, pumps. Um, and uh, yes, splash page. Well, let's talk about the cover because I don't like it. It's got, uh, I mean, points for having this torch reflection go all the way across the logo mm-hmm. and bleed into the well, I thought caption. That, I didn't realize that what that, that's what that was. You thought it was blood. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. I thought oh. it was a mistake. Uh, the grim search for Captain Hunter's twin brother explodes in Night Raid in Vietnam. Ma'am. Let's go to the, cover, the slash, well, excuse me, splash page. I'm also going to mention that this is unusual to have stories contemporaneously set in Vietnam. I think this might have been the only comic uh, with a regular recurring character appearing in Vietnam, they might have had the and this odd is during the Vietnam story. War. During yeah. the Vietnam yeah. War. So PT boat skipper Captain Storm. He goes, "I'm Captain Hunter." No, that's not what it says at what? the top. That's a mistake. I know, Captain right? Storm has his own comic. Why did you think I said? I kept on asking you, "Are you reading Captain Storm or what?" Oh, how did that happen? I don't know. How interesting. Uh, Captain Storm is another character whose exploits we World War read. II. World War II PT boat skipper. Right. And there's a big banner across the top of this, and it's not an ad. It's like this is going to be happening in this story. <laughs> and then 
Immediately we have Phil Hunter saying, I'm Captain Hunter. Right. He says, I'm Captain Hunter. The closer I didn't I even g- notice that before. Well, wow. you, you, you thought it was crazy because it kept on asking you, are we reading Captain Storm or I what? I thought you were either tricking me or that you had legitimately read the wrong thing. I was uh, splash page right there on the top. Okay, so my gosh, he says, "I'm Captain Hunter." The closest I, the closer I got to finding my brother, the nearer the VCs got to me. VC, VC, that's slang for Viet Cong. Viet Cong. Uh. Sorry, so, I almost choked on my drink right Captain there. Hunter's grim quest uh, was nearing its end. If only. Yeah, right. My God, this story. He had finally spotted his twin brother, a prisoner in a VC camp, but. Would fate allow him to be successful in his wild night night raid in in Vietnam? Vietnam. Let's move on. Uh, He's following Lu Lin, his oriental cupid doll guide, through the jungles of Vietnam on the trail of his missing twin brother. She's been helping him look for his twin brother, even though he thinks that she is a Viet Cong spy, but she's actually looking for the village of her parents. Yes. Uh, I'm trying to think, like, I, I want to do her voice, but... I'm probably, yeah, yeah, no. no. But I, what if she was taught by British, like, I will help you look for your brother as soon as I visit the village of my... No, that's horrible. Who was she taught by? I don't, the British. I will help you... Mm, mm. No. What if she was a 1930s movie actress? I will help you look for your brother as soon as I visit the village of my parents, darling. 1940s. No, that was 30s. They have to. They talk faster in the thirties. Oh, my darling, that's wonderful news. Let's visit my Manhattan apartment, and I'll help you look for your brother as soon as I visit the village of my parents, Captain Hunter. Ah, 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 I like that better because I cannot do Asian accents without really sounding incredibly. No, no offensive. one can. No, no, no. no. no okay. Um, then Captain Hunter gets a feeling, an eerie feeling, the base of his neck that he's being watched. That Charlie's waiting to scratch him with lead. So then he grabs Liu. Lu Lin, sorry, I don't know Lee why Lu, I think it's Lu Lu. Lu Lin, um, and Those like he's gonna kiss her, like Viet Cong days. And, <laughs> what if it, what if it was Lu Lu? Yeah. Uh, shooting lead and getting captured. <laughs> if you wanted your twin brother, I would take you through the jungle to find him. If only you would let me also find the village of my parents. Well, you know you, you make just... me want to shoot. Come up to the right, throw my gun up and shoot. Do the nine up and shoot. <laughs> I think you just blew your mic. <clears throat> So he grabs Lulin, making it look like he's trying to make out with her, swings her around towards the shooter. But then does a hip shot. A hip shot, shooting the Viet Cong out of the trees whence they are hidden. Great. Yeah. At the sound of the guns, two more Viet Congs spring out of the bushes and grab Lulin. Yankee Lu's girlfriend unless he puts gun down. That was actually not bad. Uh, that was kind of what's his face from Auntie Mame. <laughs> Ito. Ito. <laughs> Madam having, having a fan now. now. Uh, oh, we have to hear this a thousand times that Lulin is as cool as green jade. Oh my God, he's going to use green jade again. He's going to describe her eyes in a couple pages. A million times. He orders her to drop to the ground. As she does, he moves in with his karate. Karate. Nothing like karate to straighten things out, he Charlie. takes out Charlie. So then he yanks Lulin to her feet 
And he says, we better get out of here before more VCs come. Off they run. I wonder if they got angry letters and that's why she's all of a sudden in more typical Vietnamese costume. And then after all this, he says, you are cool as green jade. Oh, she's cool as green jade, really? Because Are you running out of uh, metaphors? <laughs> He's, uh, they've, that's the only metaphor they've ever had in this. You aren't even breathing hard. So then they... Get to the top of a ridge, and at a neighboring ridge, they see a fighter jet firing into the neighboring ridge. Pew, 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 It's actually brat hat 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 Okay, so, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> the jet is flying low. It gets fired upon by Viet Cong, and it's going down. It takes, it takes some bullets. Yeah. And the fuselage catches fire, and the pilot... Ejects. Ding! The pilot's ejecting just like my brother did over Charlie Real Estate. Like an identical twin. <laughs> God, I hate this. Oh, I mean, I, I don't know. I hate the whole identical twin psychic thing. I do like, I don't know why I like this comic, okay? So, like well, an identical What? I'm a, it says like an identical twin tuned into his brother's nerve ends. It's not like that. That's exactly what it is. I know, right? He talks to his brother mentally yes. all the time. He knew when his brother was ejected. He goes, uh... <laughs> <laughs> what does he say? Um, I'll be waiting for you, Phil. And no, that's his brother. Yeah. Yeah, okay, sorry. His brother talks like this. I'll be waiting for you, Phil. <laughs> when Nick was declared missing and presumed dead, I knew he was still alive. Talk if you want to keep on living. Nick, Nick Hunter. Hunter Major 409966. That's his uh, serial number, of course. But Nick is ever bit the man that, that uh, Sergeant Hunter is. No. Captain Hunter. Uh, but he, Sergeant, we Cap, see him. Captain, Sergeant, Captain, Lieutenant Hart, Captain Hunter. Captain Hunter. We see uh, Nick lying in his prison camp. He's got hot. a square jaw and he's jacked. He's like, he doesn't talk like this. Well, they're twins. One of the twins is always gay. And oh. I'm saying it's Nick. It's not, they're not always gay. Rob. If they're the second born, if they are, if, if, if the twins were preceded by a sibling, the chances are greater that one of them will be gay. Agree to disagree. It's true. Just hang on, Nick. Don't tell them what they want, and they'll keep you alive for me to find. I'm never stopped looking for you, Nick. Never, never. Oh, that's Phil is talking now. Yeah. Does he always talk like he's a really bad actor? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's how, uh, that's the, how the straight twins talk. <laughs> okay, let's talk about this pilot dropping down. All right, the pilot parachutes down. Captain Hunter and Lulin race to his side and he's all caught up in his parachute he's caught in his parachute the and parachute is billowing out and he's and the, v, the vcs are like right, right there there uh the pilot begs captain hunter to cut him loose and he says no i need that chute billowing out just the way it is it's just like i planned it and the breeze pulls the pilot forward the parachute surrounds the vcs and captain hunter takes him out like 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 cupid dolls like on a <laughs> if you're um if you ha have rats yes and you let's say their tails are all tied together like a king rat and you yes. throw a sheet over the top of them and, and then, then you, you just, just start shooting shooting but also the rats also have guns and they can shoot out at you like armed rats yes yes just like that just that's yes and that's the end of part one wow it went so fast. <laughs> Let's go to part two. The conclusion of <laughs> Captain Hunter in 
Night raid in. I uh, oh, sorry, say it. Okay, the conclusion of Captain Hunter in. Night raid in Vietnam. Now, there are two Viet Congs who are not under the parachute, and they do not like what's happening. We do not like what you play. And they charge out of the shoot tangle and hook into Captain Hunter like a couple of bulls on a rampage. Oh, I forgot. He almost always talks in metaphors. Just like SGT rock. Yes. As I lay on my back. So he's, he's pinned on his back. No, he's yeah. not pinned. Yeah, he's on his back. He's got the two gun muzzles, and he does a great move. They had these two gun muzzles yep. pointed down to his collarbones. He grabs the gun muzzles, crosses them, and pulls them behind his head. Yep. The VCs fire, and he pulls them over. And then the pilot takes out his uh, gun and goes, quack, 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 on the VCs. And, yep. of course, they're dead. But they're out of frame because they're dead. Right. Uh... Normally, a pilot whose life has just been saved would say thank you. But this one says, I don't like being used as a beanbag while you tackle the whole Charlie Patrol alone. And he goes, it was the only way to get them off your back so you could free yourself. Anyway, thanks for the shots. And uh, you're welcome. <laughs> then here comes Lulin. She's going to uh, tend to Captain Hunter to make sure he's not injured. Then this bastard. He goes, well, not, uh, ca- sar- sar- Sergeant? Who? Captain? Captain. Captain. Hunter? Hunter. I want to say, sorry, so I'm getting, okay, I'm getting stuck between Sergeant Rock. Yes. And Captain Storm. Storm yes. And Captain Hunter. Right? Yes. There's, there's a Sergeant Rock. There's a Sergeant Rock. There, yeah, okay. There's and a, there's a Lieutenant Rock. Oh the my fight God, devil this is dog. the worst. This is awful. And there's a Captain Johnny Cloud, Navajo Ace. And especially the listeners who are listening who actually like were really into comics, that they must be like ready to pull the car over and kick the tires. I mean, I do it. know we have a particular listener who has his own podcast about war comics, but I'm not I'm sure they're fine. Forgive me. Okay, so this is Captain Hunter. Yes. And uh, he says, This is Lu Lin. She's guiding me through the drum call. And this bastard, fallen pilot, goes, I see you got all the comforts of home. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Right? Don't mean all sexist bastardy to her. Lulin's eyes were as expressionless as green jade. <laughs> she goes, um, are you all right, Captain Hunter? Captain Hunter? The Green Beret who's looking for his twin brother? I've heard of you. Then you know I'm not out here for fun and games, Lieutenant. Lieutenant? <laughs> I'm Lieutenant Jimmy Denver. Hi. <laughs> I was buzzing that VC camp on the other hill when ground fire got my ship, and you know the rest, because you literally just saved my life, and I'm ungrateful for it. A bell rang in my brain. A VC camp. <gasps> I gotta get in close and recon. <gasps> Stay with Lulin. I'll be back <sighs> as soon as I can. Wait a minute, why is this a solo operation? Because it's my brother. My responsibility. Lulin, if I don't come back, guide the lieutenant back to his base. I will wait, Captain Hunter. Cue music. If it takes forever, I will wait for you. If you find your brother, I hope you find my parents too. When you get to the camp, please tell my brother, who is a Viet Cong spy, not to kill you until my parents are with I. 
He snakes past a VC outpost, alerted to the outpost by the smell of foreign cigarette smoke. <laughs> foreign! And then he lays in the grass <clears throat> and swept the camp with his binoculars. This is as far as I can get to the camp in the broad daylight. Suddenly, I saw a sight that had burned into my brain that I had been tuned into with my nerve ends. It's Nick! He's alive! <gasps> Still being interrogated, but he's holding out, waiting Nick. for me! Nick! Nick! Nick. The Binox brought him close enough to touch. I, I could imagine the rest. I knew it with my heartbeat. Only an identical twin could quote-unquote hear Nick speak with his heart. I'm waiting for you, Phil. I'm hanging on till you come for me. He waits until Phil is taken back into... No, Nick. He waits until Nick is taken back into the shack. Then he inches his way back. Now he knows the shack where Nick is being kept. So he inched his way back to Lou Lynn and Jimmy, Jimmy Denver. Denver. Um, <laughs> and he says, I've got a good chance of pulling Nick out of there after dark. They'll never expect a one-man infiltration. But Jimmy Denver uh, didn't agree with him. It's a joint operation. You might need a little diversionary action to help you pull it off. And I'm Jimmy Denver. Those VCs <laughs> owe me a plane and your brother's Air Force. Besides... Okay, okay, enough with the laundry list. You go. Uh, he says, don't wait too long, Lulin, as oh, twilight starts to fall. I'll wait as long as the gods decree, Captain Hunter. If it takes forever, I will wait for you. And then he says, Please don't oh. give me orders. I'll wait as long as I <laughs> goddamn please. You are not my master. I have my own agency. So fuck all you all, especially Jimmy Denver. Key change. I will. <laughs> Stop, fuck all y'all <laughs> God, okay, so he says I want to be uh, I want us to be in position when it's completely dark Yes Jim, so, Jimmy Denver says, okay, you call the shots <laughs> The outpost apparently has been joined by a reinforcement core for the night And, uh Come on. I sense a fight coming on. <laughs> uh, Cam Hunter says we can't get by. We'll have to take them out before they can fire a weapon. You ready to the side? You go to the side. Ready? Whatever you are, Daddy-O. Daddy-O. Come on. God. It's the Vietnam War, not Korea. <laughs> Captain Hunter crossed to the side while Jimmy Denver attracts their attention. Sorry, and really nice. the Viet Cong captures Jimmy Denver, of course, because he's the distraction. Yes. And, and then, then Phil cannibals into them and adds a little karate for seasoning. Still using me for a beanbag, Captain. You ungrateful little shit, Jimmy Denver. <laughs> I'm glad you crashed. <laughs> he goes, it worked. That's all that counts in war. Now we can get to the camp without anyone being the wiser. So they get into the camp. They see the hut where they've been keeping Nick. Yep. And they wait for complete darkness. The plan was simple. It had to be. We can't go in any closer. We'll throw grenades as far to the sides as possible so they'll think that an attack is coming from that direction. When they hustle there, I'll go into the hut. You stay out here and cover me. Roger, oh, daddy. <laughs> so they start throwing grenades, and as predicted, yes. the Viet Congs 
the Vcom take off after in the direction of the grenades. Captain Hunter runs forward. He comes upon a pit with punji stakes. Is that what they're called? I guess so. Oh, where does it say punji stakes? An open pit with punji stakes right there. Oh, I see. Okay, yes, okay. And then he says... Um, the, you know the, the, what? What? That reminds me of my neighbor, Angie Mormali. When I was growing up, she was the Italian lady across mm-hmm. the street. Mm-hmm. And uh, she... Well, my mother... Your re- mother... Referred to uh, penises... I can say as that word now fru- as frungies fru- oh. because she said that was the Italian word for penis. Mm-hmm. Frungi. It's, mm-hmm. There's no such word in Italian. Okay. Now, maybe she meant fungi, which is mushroom, which <laughs> I can see the correlation there. But I think someone, uh, Angie Mormali, maybe told her a falsehood about okay. the, the Italian language. Anyway, <laughs> pungi sticks. Okay, so, so someone comes up behind him and says, Yangi, a good fit for pit. <laughs> And he's going to try to push Captain Hunter to the pit. Well, that's easy. You just use the weight of the enemy against him and yeah, he flip ducked, him over. tripped him, and the guy goes to his death. Yep, fun. Yeah, I saw the flash of another grenade. The pilot had thrown to the side. Yep, he Jimmy Denver's using his head. Keep Jimmy Denver, the commotion on the side and away from me. He hears a sharp crack, and someone dies. Yep. So he heads into the shack where Nick is being kept. The hut, the rather. The twin shack is a little <laughs> old shack where Nick <laughs> is being held. Twin, twin shack, shack baby. baby. The twin shack baby. I didn't realize this was a musical episode. Uh, it's There's always a potential for a musical episode with us. <laughs> so uh, they get into a fight, the guard and... Yeah, the guard of the shack. He makes short work of him. Uh, he kicks Captain Hunter in the neck with a thud. It's with a foot as hard as a rhino's. <laughs> hard as a rhino's. But then he just takes the, the ankle of the guy who's kicking him and just tosses him aside like, like I don't know. Like yeah, like what's... Like a rag doll. What happens? I don't know. He says he'll have to erase him, but then there's no resolution of that fight. I think, of course, he uses another metaphor. I'm going to have to use his head for a blackboard. I'll have to erase him. Oh, he doesn't say like a head for a blackboard. Yeah, he said he wants to use my head for a blackboard, but I'll have to erase him. Oh, I was just in my mind thinking he was going to use his foot like an eraser on a blackboard. No, it's a whole sequence here. The man's foot... And Captain Hunter says he's... Jesus, I don't even care. He's going to give me a karate lesson, and he wants to use my head for a blackboard. Wasn't that a Phyllis Diller joke? He wants to use my... He wants to give me a karate lesson and use my head for a blackboard. I bought a new hat. They canceled Easter. (laughs) I can't get no. Uh, there's a cover of Phyllis Diller singing I Can't Get No Satisfaction. And in the middle, she does a bunch of corny corn belt jokes. I entered a taffy pulling contest. The, the taffy, taffy one. Anyway, he gets into the hut. I'm here, Nick. I'm here. What? You're not Nick. <laughs> it's a stranger, but the stranger knows Major Hunter. Yes. They took him away a couple of hours ago to a camp further inland for important prisoners. I didn't rate. Well, VIP. So just leave him there in the shack. No, he's not. He no, gets he him grabbed out. him and he ran. Yep. Uh, they run out through the Viet Cong fire, fists a-flying. Even this prisoner is getting in on the action. Man, they are tearing those guys up. Thud, whack, the crack. BCs. We rammed into them like rockets going away. Then, hidden by the darkness, they got back to Lulin. 
We'd better get out of here. They'll be combing the whole area. But your brother, Captain Hunter. After I get these men back to their camp, I'm starting out again. The gods decree that I will go with you, Captain. What gods? The Asian gods. She's Vietnamese. She's probably a Christian if the French took over Vietnam. She's probably she Catholic. Might be Buddhist? Maybe. I don't know about that. Are you that. questioning her religion? I'm just saying, why bring religion in now all of a sudden? It's exotic. Yes. If you live in Illinois, it's exotic. <laughs> or Ohio. I don't live in Illinois. I live in West Virginia. In 1966, if you live in Illinois, that's pretty damn exotic. Well, and there ain't no God but Jesus in West Virginia. <laughs> They're trying to set the mood for Vietnam. You know something? The Major said his twin would never give up looking for him till he found him. You don't have to sell me on that, Buster. I spent a little time with Captain Butler. And my name's Jimmy Denver. I just said Captain Butler. Said Captain Butler. <laughs> That's Captain Hunter. That's, That's our the name dog. of our dog. Yeah. Um, so watch out, everyone, for Captain Hunter's relentless quest in the latest issues of Our Fighting Forces presents Captain Hunter. Mm-hmm. We've got two more issues to go of Captain Hunter. Oh, well, let's see. Well, we should be done in a couple of years. Yes. Mm-hmm. But then... I'm not even going to tell you what the surprise Listen, twist is. When we end. started this whole thing, yeah, you told me we'd be done in five years. Oh no, my friend! I said ten years. Oh, and we've cut down considerably because we've doubled up things here and there, and you know, romance comics. We kind of just squeeze. One of us all is going to die before we're done with it. Shut these. up! Oh my god, God! Then what will we do? If it takes forever, I will wait for you. If you're dead, then I'll just use my psychic link to you. You will speak from heaven through my filthy mouth. And I'll make up a character voice. For your ghost. (laughs) Don't worry about the future. Mm. Nobody pays you to worry, my mother said. That's true. God knows she didn't worry, even the day she died. She weren't afraid of the devil, and he knew it. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, I'm afraid it's going to be a shorter than usual episode this time, but we don't have anything else to talk about because Captain Hunter and Lou Leonard creeping through the jungle again. I went ahead and read the the next story just because I was on the exercise bike. I did too. Yeah, but it's, it's not really. Well, it is. It's kind of a ghost story, isn't oh, it? Oh, are we going to fucking do it now? Well, we can breeze through it. So it's uh, World War II. There's a guard uh, who's guarding two Nazi prisoners. He's got the prisoners in a cave, mm-hmm. and he's sitting outside against a snowy boulder with his eyes wide open. Yeah. The Nazi prisoners were important. Yep. And the wounded Yank guarding them in the frozen no man's land had to get them back to his own lines. Yep. He was tired and hurt and sleepy. Just like you at that concert. Oh, my God. But he knew that for him it was close close your your eyes eyes and and die. It started when a nervous American company commander knew it was just a question of time before the Nazis jumped his thin line of dug-in dog faces. They're out there, panzers. They're out there, panzers, licking their chops, ready to jump us. We got to know when, how, and what. We need prisoners, live ones. Read me. Get me the prisoner to China on the phone right away. (laughs) All right. How are we going to make this short? Well, uh, so they go out to get some prisoners, the, the patrolmen, 
The two, uh, uh, the two, it's freezing uh, cold, the two it's American snowing. Soldiers. They crunch through the woods and hills, and then they hit Paydirt, a kraut. Uh, they come upon two krauts. Uh, yep. One of them gets shot right. Uh, one of the American GIs gets shot right away, yes. and they both fall in on them. And then another one, uh, the guy who's the the uh, the uh, protagonist is his name given here. Uh, I don't think so. No, no, no. He the the American GI protagonist um, knocks out one of the Nazis, and then uses the Nazi to throw against the other Nazi. Yep. Takes the advantage. The Nazi, although that gets thrown against. Uh, shoots him, grazes the arm of the American GI. Yep. But the American GI uses the advantage to take the two Nazis as prisoners. Prisoners. And the idea is to take these Nazis back to his camp, and they want to pump them for information. Yeah, of course. And ca- I usually call them Nazis, but tonight I'm calling them Nazis because yep. I'm thinking of that movie. What was that called? The f- something Bastards, Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious Bastards, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he marches them down the road. They hear a rumbling coming. Oh my God! So he they go into a uh, trench. Yes, and he, and then he tells the guys they better quiet down. And the rumbling is an entire battalion of Nazi Panzers. Na- Nazi Panzers, which are those tanks, right? And they're going past. And then of course the G, the the um, the Nazis um, make fun of the American. And they says, Ah, from he, from the hill we can watch our Panzers chop your comrades into sausages. <laughs> Yeah. Now the last Panzer clanks by, and uh, they take off across the fields because the road is closed. Mm-hmm. And, and those poor American GIs are trapped. They're, yeah. The Kraut tanks, as they're called, Kraut. I mean, I'm not making that up. He says yeah. the Kraut tanks. The Kraut tanks slugged into the thin line of GIs in their foxholes until we can't hold them. Pull out. So that basically, with the Americans are. You know who they need? The American. The American troops. Who do they need? The Honda tank. Yes! Yes! <sighs> the Americana unit is kaput. There's one like frightened rabbits. <laughs> That's good. That's good. We're going to practice our German accents. Yeah. Okay, good. So he keeps marching them across the field. Uh, be sensible, Americana. Give up. You don't have a chance to live unless we help you. Where the hell are you? I'm on page five. Okay. But he don't care. He's marching them. And I'll tell you where we're going to go. We're going to hold up for a while. We're going to lay low. The outfit will always be back. It'll always come back. Yeah. The, they crawled into a cave like frozen animals ducking in the blast. Ducking in the blast when they turned their blood into ice. He's, yep. The guy's shoulder hurts. He's yep. really worried. He's bleeding. He's feeling really sleepy. He's exhausted. He's yep. so tired. And the Germans are like, the Americanas eyelids droop. Wait, wait, wait. The Americanas eyelids droop. Soon he will doze off. Then he's a dead man. That's a terrible, terrible, terrible German accent. Seine Augen ist gedrupen. The Americaner's eyelids droop. Soon he will doze off. Then he is a dead man. Yeah. So this that's Yank. A horrible accent. That's not great. No. But you got. You know. You win the Irish and everything. Okay. Go Let ahead. me have you're, this. You're, okay. You do this. Go ahead. Uh, so uh, the Yank. A small voice is keeping him awake and keeping his eyes snapped open. And he decides to uh, go outside the cave. In the cold. In the cold. Which, when I was reading that, I was like, oh, my God, that is totally going to make him fall asleep. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But he thinks it'll keep him awake. So he sets himself up outside the cave and determines that he is going to keep his eyes open. He does keep his eyes open and his gun trained on his two Nazi prisoners inside the cave. Yeah, Herr Colonel, his eyes are wide open. He stares at the cave. He does not look away for even a second. We can't wait. His life is ebbing away from his wound. 
Even if that does not kill him, the cold will. Watch him carefully. The moment he closes his eyes, we jump him. Oh, we jump him. Chump him. Chump. Chump. Jump. Jump him. Jump. Ah, the Yank's eyes were like twin headlights as he struggled to keep them open. Gotta keep my eyes open. The wound hurts, but the crowds are waiting to jump me. Gotta keep my eyes open. The time dragged by like the clock hands were walking with the feet of lead. The colonel wasn't used to waiting, but nobody jumped when he gave an order like this time. So the colonel's telling his pro... I don't know. It's like... It's whatever. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Enlisted guy. Sergeant. Sorry, yeah, 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 Herr Colonel. Uh, he says he tells him, forward, Sergeant. I'll give you a direct order. Yeah, Herr Colonel, but it is suicide. So they go out and um, they get just as far as the cave opening, and, and this soldier fires on them. Fires on them. Meanwhile, the Americans were starting on the road back. A tank destroyer battalion got the word to go into action against the Nazi Panzers, and the metal monsters started to slug it out in the snow. Slug, pow. Uh, the prisoners know that the time is running out. They can hear. They the can firing. hear the counter they can hear the attack. Yeah. They jump on the GI coming out of the cave. They grab his rifle. They're going to use it on him, but just then, behind them, it's Yanks. Hold it, Kraut. Back off. Drop the rifle and grab yourself a piece of sky, Schnell. The Yanks had come back just like the GI said they would, and what? Have we here a crowd colonel? How often does something like that drop into a guy's lap? What is that? Some gay gentleman from he's, Georgia? Um, he's a southern gentleman, okay, yes. yes. Uh-huh. So they pulled the frozen GI upright into a sitting position as the colonel went off his rocker. Look at... Oh, you do that one. Look at him staring at us. Oh, that's bad. The, he is a madman, frozen to the bone, yet he keeps his eyes fixed on us. Stop it. Stop it. Save your... Uh, oh, what am I doing? Let's see. Let's see. Um, save your breath, Colonel. No use hollering at him. He can't hear you. He's dead. <laughs> this guy's from Brooklyn. Wait, he's dead? From the looks of him, he's been dead for hours. Dead? What? <laughs> I can't believe what... Where is that voice coming from? But he fired at us when we tried to escape only a few minutes ago. And he kept staring at us, and he still keeps his eyes open. How? 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 Varum? Guess he was carrying out his orders to the last, and a little more. Well, then who <laughs> fired on him? It must have been his, his ghost. I like that little ghost story. I, thought I was, really like this story. Kind of- I was, actually, I was, I was... Glad that we did it. That would be the kind of story you'd hear on the spooky, scary stories <gasps> LP from the 1970s. 70s, yes. Like, who's got, got my, my skinny, skinny toe? toe? Or tailbone? <laughs> tailbone. I'll get my tailbone. Mm-hmm. I bet you will. <laughs> you can find us on social media at Go Go Check Pod. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. And you can find us right back here next week with, I don't know, Metal Men maybe? Who knows? Detective Comics? Who yeah. knows? We could be anything. Nice restful weekend coming up, actually. I know, right? We don't have a thing going on. We could do eight or nine podcasts all at once. <laughs> Like the other normal people do. They do it in advance and just space it out. How the hell they plan ahead like that? I don't either. There's so much I don't even know what I'm having for breakfast tomorrow. Yes. Well, what do we say at the end of our podcast? We say bye. bye.